Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome to Christian Kai. This will be another mini. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing great, Kai. What's good, y'all? Well, we're manning it up. And I realize when I'm typing the quick titles out for episodes, we uh, talk about Netflix a lot. <laughs> we do talk about Netflix, but it's, it's such a presence in our little. Yeah, it takes up a good amount of space in the industry and the stuff that it offers, and then also how other people like make moves in the industry, directly related to what they are up to. Um, but we wanted to talk today, uh, there was a, a statement from Netflix creative exec, uh, I think his name's Tom Sardino, Sardino, something like that. He, okay. he uh, after some, some, some chattering with... Uh, the head of Khan and some other some other folks. Netflix has decided to pull all of their films from the festival this year. You're talking about the Festival de Cannes, the exactly. Cannes 2018. Yes, the, the the original South by Southwest. Exactly, the French Comic Con. <laughs> French Comic Con. They um yes, uh, Netflix will none of their movies will be in pursuit of the Palme d'Or. Palme d'Or. Palme d'Or. It's not a perfume. Their highest award. Um. But they said no. And I wanted to do a little digging into what that was about, because it seems like a big move for them. Um, what uh, the background that I can give is apparently this came up over a disagreement on a couple of their films showing there in non-competition spots. Okay. Um, previous, uh-huh. Palme Dior, previous Palme d'Or winner, um, Orson Welles, uh, has a unreleased film uh, that his that Netflix bought and his daughter helped kind of get to completion. But um, uh, Thierry, the gentleman from Khan, asked that it be in a non-competition spot, and Netflix disagreed with that. And then also they asked that one other movie play in a non-competition spot. And I think that's actually what Netflix was responding to. They didn't like that. I think I know what you're talking about. Are you talking about the other movie being Star Wars, a solo movie, or vice versa? Oh no, no, no! They asked um, one of they asked for one of Netflix films, which they did not specify which one, other than this Orson Welles project, to, okay. to be in a non to to play in a non competition capacity, but have a mm-hmm. slot at the festival. And that, I think that's Netflix, what it, their, their next statement was about in terms of them being on equal footing, because that came out yesterday uh, preceding his, Saradino's announcement that Netflix was not going. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. I mean, it sounds like a lot of old guard button heads with the new guard. Um, it's, it's a clash of styles for sure. It's, it's uh, it war formats, if you will. It was, and I wanted to do a little digging here about uh, about their history because it was only last year that Netflix uh, put stuff on at uh, Con. It was, I believe it was Beasts of No Nation and Okja, or however you pronounce that one. Okay. Uh, and then also... Yeah? No, no, go ahead. Man. And then also, I didn't know this, but um, Con also opened up uh, their festival to show two series. Uh, from Netflix, Inaritu has a virtual reality installation that he played last year, and then Twin Peaks played at the festival. <laughs> oh, weird! I did not know that. I, th- I was assuming Khan was sort of set in their ways and this and that, but mm-hmm. you know, they 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 they're trying to be inclusive for pieces of it. So, Twin Peaks 
this new Twin Peaks reboot or re, re, reimagining, whatever it was, new Twin Peaks played at Cannes last year. Yeah. And that was because of Netflix? Yes. They, they asked Netflix to put on that series for them. Which is strange because it's a Showtime property. I do, am I mixing up my, my series, Sirai, here? Sorry, the Inaritu piece was from Netflix, the, the, not the uh, Twin Peaks. Okay. But that, I only spied on that because I had assumed, like, no, it's only movies that play in European markets. But no, they have a focus on uh, current world issues and things that folks struggle with in new media. So I, I didn't know that. That was an assumption of mine. <laughs> Part of me wants to say it sounds like they are trying new things, but they're not married to them yet. So last year they, they played some series, and this year they don't want to play some series. Is that what I'm getting? Exactly. And then theory. Okay pointed that out the exec from con he said when they brought when they allowed netflix to play people were fucking mad at him uh in fact i remember that last year i remember yeah that. a french journalist i saw the uh, screamed at uh ted sardana sardana's you're destroying the film ecosystem of europe <laughs> that is a <pretty> strong <laughs> sentiment from the press um so understanding that, yeah, Harry's got a point where they left them there, people are pissed, they banned them, you know, they're not there, people are still mad. So I get it. <laughs> um, this also, I was digging back a little further because Ted Saradanos had made mm-hmm. reference to something that Theory had said in the past. And I wanted to look up what that was because it sounded like he carried some resentment over that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was before the journalist shouty incident. Uh, but before the festival even began, Amazon picked up five pictures from the uh, 2016 uh, event. Okay. Uh, they got, it was Cafe Society, Neon Demon, Handmaiden, and Gimme Danger and Patterson. And it was like, they bought all of them, and Netflix didn't grab any. And then, Theory went on to make a statement saying, well, Amazon matches who we are more. Uh, it's a little more old school, but they're, they mirror uh, film production groups, whereas Netflix, we're not on the same page. And a lot of these won't go to theaters, and filmmakers don't like that. And so that's, I guess, what kicked it off. But it is true, in essence. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those are two different strategies. If Amazon is willing to, like, yeah, have your, uh, have your things run in theaters. We'll, we'll be here when you're, uh, when you're done, ready to stream. <laughs> mm. That's I guess so weird because I've been hearing rumblings about Netflix wanting to distribute in theaters out here in America. Interesting. So uh, they weren't big rumblings, but they were, they were, it was something that was just said passively. So yeah, I, I, I don't see what the problem is. It sounds like just a bunch, bunch of assholes pissing on each other. Yes, yes, primarily. Uh, and one small piece to this that I suspected was out there, the specific rule says... Here it is. Uh, this is from Deadline. This is uh, April this year. Uh, Netflix, the Netflix issue is complex in France. Many filmmakers would like to see a relaxation of the country's strict windowing policy. But the exhibition lobby is strong and is fighting tooth and nail to keep hold of a 36-month window between cinema release and streaming debut. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's taking it back to 1983. Exactly. That's the old, that's the stuffy part that we were suspecting was in there. France is something of an outlier in how steadfastly it protects a a lengthy theatrical window. However, Netflix routine, Netflix films routinely play at other major festivals. Okay, so that, yeah, that is a thing. That seems like a huge fucking chunk of time. Yeah, that's, 
That's some letter of the law, not spirit of the law shit. That's that's ridiculous because no one who waits three years to put their their movie on a on a home format anymore. Like it doesn't happen. There there are movies that release in theaters and on VOD. This saying exactly, uh, and I think that's really really where the the argument lies. Uh, but long story short, we're both. I mean, I think we were chatting about this. We're both not worried about Netflix. <laughs> Not worried about Netflix, and quite honestly, I I don't think I've ever seen anything because it's played at Cannes, and I'm very unfamiliar with half the majority of the stuff that I've won Cannes. So, uh-huh. Okay, yeah. I went back to see, because I was like, I could not name, other than I think the piano, <laughs> with which mm-hmm. one, that did win the Palme d'Or, I had to look it up. Other than Nash, I was like, what other movies? Yeah, I never saw anything like that. They had a um they had quite a run going, um, starting in the in the 1970s. And let me I'll just dial in on the American movies that like I recognize. I'm sorry guys, I am an ugly American in that way, but here's here's where we're going. Uh for American films, Taxi Driver. Okay. Uh Scorsese in 76, mm-hmm. Apocalypse Now, Coppola 79, mm-hmm. Sex Lies and Videotape. We're taking a little turn here. <laughs> Soderbergh, 1989. So that was a 10-year drought for American yeah. women. There. Big gap, big gap. And then check this, check this block out. After sex, Soderbergh kicks the door open in '89, '90. Wild at Heart, David Lynch. Okay. Have you seen that movie? I have. It's been a long time, but it's uh, it's crazy. A young Nicolas Cage. That movie is bonkers. Like, if you want to see height of David Lynch and Nicolas Cage both being weirdo powers, like that's a great place. <laughs> that, that is a great X overlap. <laughs> yeah, that oof, boy. Uh, and you can see, you're like, I was not surprised at all. Uh, and then '91, Barton Fink, underappreciated Coen Brothers film. Not by the French, though. They liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then '94, Pulp Fiction. Uh, that's a good run for American films to have <laughs> to have picked and honored. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, then I kind of lose track of this one. Fahrenheit 9-11, Michael Moore. I, that's right. That was the documentary. Yeah. I, I, remember, was, I remember at the time, I was like, wow, this is like, it, I'm kind of surprised this isn't a major release. This has a real like different point of view. Mm-hmm. Since then, I... I appreciate what he's trying to do sometimes, but there's a lot of bluster there for, you know I mean? It's, it's exhausting. It was a movie of its time and it was a movie made with the passion of that time. I, I don't know if I can watch that again just, just for the weight of it. And yeah. I think I'd find a lot of contradictories in it uh, that, 14 yeah. years later. So, but yeah, definitely at the time I remember like, Oh wow. Cool. Different. But since then, yeah, I, I will say this about Michael Moore. Like, I'm glad he's trying to get people aware of whatever he's trying to do. He's moving. He's got a lot of momentum, but it is exhausting to keep up with on Twitter. <laughs> it's just like all of the points being made. Like, this is too loud. I got I can't. I got to unplug this megaphone. Um, <laughs> good on you, Michael. Uh, and he uh, he laughed all the way to the bank. So we're not. I'll fair play there. Yeah. Punch out, people. Uh, then the last against him, but no worries about him. Definitely. And then the last one on this list I have to bring up because do you know the answer to this movie trivia question? Quick, name a Brad Pitt movie where there's also a dinosaur. <laughs> right. What? Alex Tree of Life in 2011. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, this movie, yeah, that's that's your trivia question. 
Uh, I would describe this movie in a sentence as ponderous mumbling over nature porn. (laughs) Wow. He mumbles about his dad. Uh, Sean Penn mumbles about his dad. They mumble about each other. They say, God, pause for two minutes and then start talking again. And it's just, I think, I think he was making a visual sequel to Kiana Scotsy and then he just needed, like, narrate, like, I don't know what he's going for. The French got it, though. This was their movie. They palmed your Fascinating. I, I, I'm, I feel like I'm mixing that movie up with The Fountain, and even then I didn't see Very that one either. So. Very easy to do. Very different things. However, both ponderous and spiritual. And I, you can't see my finger quotes, but that was spiritual. <laughs> I appreciate the finger quotes. Do you hear that, Shibulba? That was um that was a movie reference to that. <laughs> Sorry. There was a, there's a plot line in there. Was that Hugh Jackman and uh Rachel Weiss? In the fountain? The fountain. Am I thinking of the right one? I don't recall. The fountain. Yes. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Rachel Weiss, Darren Aronofsky. Mm-hmm. Uh there's the a, a, a deity named Shibulba in that movie. For anybody that mm-hmm. likes the fountain or Rachel Weiss. <laughs> good stuff. And that was the one where, yeah, it's about, there's a tree and there's the wife that dies and then they're in the future and then they're traveling through space. It Mm -hmm. just, yeah, the can of worms just completely opens and they just dump it right on the shag carpet. (laughs) 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 Yeah, then they they turn the finger on and then they give you, like, binoculars. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot to consider. (sighs) Indeed, indeed. I don't know what to make of much of this, man. Like this is this is absolutely an industry party. So this is just these are the pigs enjoying the banquet. Absolutely, um, I can't I can't say this because Solo is not out yet. It could mm-hmm. be if people, you know, are they look like they're aiming to shit on it. Actually, <laughs> online looks like they're. Oh, really? uh, so then I would argue this: I don't think anybody can ever uh, be as as hip or cool, probably as Donald Glover. At the solo can party before the world sees <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? He's hanging out. Who knows who's there? Is it Clooney? Is it Lin-Manuel Miranda? You know, Cardi B? Who knows? There, it's just <laughs> out on a yacht. Multiple It's a flotilla of yachts. One of the yachts has flown in. One of the yachts doesn't even touch the water. Helicopter suspended. That's how cool he is. I, I have a feeling once everyone sees him as Lando, like he'll be the, the coolest dude at the party. Probably. So, um, uh, well, well t- time is 10. Like, he's probably already the coolest dude there. Yeah, that, uh, that, uh, that is rife with something. Huh. Well, uh, so that, uh, that, that is our, our can, can up. And I mean, yeah, can, I didn't can. take from this. And then also um, Theory released a statement today saying, despite what it looks like on the outside, Netflix is absolutely welcome here. We wish they would change their minds. And yeah, we're, we continue to talk. So it was like, it, you know, he, he, he didn't take the bait and be like, fine, Netflix, we ban you. <laughs> At least it was like, no, no, it's not like that. Uh, so I felt like I learned a little something today. And uh, yeah, we will see. Uh, oh, wait, are there betting odds on solo winning con? I'm, I'm sure someone's taking money somewhere. But, you know, the, the festival doesn't even start till May. So we, we've got a ways to go. Absolutely. Oh, Palm Dior. Oh, there are acting prices. They come out later. Mmm. Good stuff. Yeah, they have. Yeah, I don't even have the full lineup announced yet for this thing. That's why I was, 
I was confused about this topic today. Yeah, they have odds on all that stuff. That is amazing. All right, so we will uh, have another mini in a little bit about gambling on con. Uh, any movies that you've seen recently that you'd like to uh, to share with us? Oh, I saw, um, what did I just see recently? Caught Isle of Dogs again. Love That's it. fantastic. Oh, I uh, saw Blockers the other day. Delightful. Blockers, you like that one. I liked it. Uh, it's uh, the gross-out comedy of uh, the spring. John Cena, Leslie Mann, uh, Ike Barinholtz. Ike Barinholtz, actually uh, the best of the three. John Cena, very good outing on his fourth run, or his first comedy even. You're the uh, second person, and then um, first, other than a podcast, I heard from a pod- uh, People like this movie, and they went in not knowing if they would. That's I, Maybe I'll check this out. I had good. I had a good feeling about it going in, but I, I like these movies. So. But yeah, so it's, uh, I think the majority of people's problems with this is hearing seventeen-year-old girls, in essence, their daughters, talking about, "Oh, I'd rather suck ten dicks than eat a mounds." That, that's a line. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. That's a little uh, heavy for some people. So, but I laughed my ass off. Excellent. Good to hear. And yeah, I'm game. Hey, studios, make make some R-rated comedies. It's fine. Do that. <laughs> uh, I'm game. Cool. All righty. Well, uh, for all your Cushion and Kai and needs, head on to cushionkai.com or find us on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram. Also, we got you on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Cushion and Kai, Cushion Kai, Cushion Kai. Fantastic. Well, thanks for joining us. Maybe we'll hit us up next time. Uh, yeah, have a good one, everybody. Have a great weekend, guys. We'll see you on the next microdose. Rock on, Kush. Rock on, Kush. Whoa!